Welcome to episode eight of Nothing But Net Podcast. It's been a while. We're back, 2020. Happy New Year. Yes, sir. We're Carl. We got a special guest today. My name is Thomas Hennigan. It's nice to meet you guys. Thomas Hennigan from App State Football Wide Receiver. He's in here today. Good friends of Caden. And I'm going to throw this question to you on the spot. Uh-oh. So, obviously, we follow the App State Football account. When you see, like, the video production they do, it's really good, amazing. Yeah. Is your friend that was on our podcast, Caden Smith, the worst dancer on the team? Uh, Caden is not the worst dancer on the team because I'm on the team. Uh, <laughs> that's the only reason I can say that. Caden's uh, actually a pretty good dancer. He shows me a little bit, but uh, I can see why y'all say he's a bad dancer, but I don't think he's a bad dancer. Every time I see him, he's just doing something goofy. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's cool, though. That's like, I guess that's what they consider cool. So Yeah. That is what it is. <laughs> um, so today we got some soccer stuff, a little bit of NBA stuff. We got some charlotte soccer stuff coming in um but for 2020 so far what we're looking forward to our goals everybody will have their little segment about what they're looking for for their teams so we haven't been haven't been on the podcast in a while school stuff mainly because yeah. i forgot like all the chords to do this back at home yeah also busy breaks though like everyone's like i know for me personally i had work and then i went on vacation to see family went to new york city and stuff so i don't know about you guys but my break was pretty jam-packed yeah i mean after football it's just kind of like you know you just kind of take take a step back and you know realize what you've accomplished and then you go home for christmas and it's just great to be with uh you know your family and then everyone all your friends back home and then but i'm kind of getting to that point where all my friends back home just kind of stay at school now so i run out of things to do pretty quick and then um as much as i want just like a month-long break of doing nothing i just i seem to can't find anything to do with my time so but I'm excited to be back here and excited for 2020. Yeah, 2020, big year. Hopefully, it will be my graduation year in the fall. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> but we'll see how that goes. Um, just a couple quick things. I'm thinking about doing the goal, obviously, for us. I know that you're not a part of the production, but you just I am today. Guess you, yeah, I am today. you can always come back. We don't, <laughs> we don't mind. But uh, my goal for the podcast is to try to do at least one or two episodes every week or bi-weekly if that's possible depending on schedules just to be more consistent i mean that's just something that we should that's not, i'm not guaranteeing we're going to do that but that's yeah. what i'm shooting for um i think my goal kind of was just to like still be doing it by the end of the year because some a lot of people just fade and like obviously people get busy and then you just stop doing it and it's something that i enjoy doing so i want to make sure that we keep doing it no matter if we have guests just us whatever yeah, yeah. um oh, keep going. no that was oh, I'm, I'm uh good. some small things we're getting a new logo, so yeah. I don't know if anybody cares about that. But we're getting a new logo. <laughs> My girlfriend's working on that. Should be done by Monday. A little small thing. Um, we are doing an anchor account, which is basically just a hosting place for podcasts. So we're trying to get it on Spotify and iTunes. But I think this episode will probably be on Anchor, so it should be on Spotify iTunes. But I'm gonna upload it to YouTube anyway to keep um, just keeping the content going on YouTube. But um, since it's 2020, we got Thomas in, so we're going to drop him on the spot here. I know that's pretty bad of a host to do that, but <laughs> what are your main sport goals for your teams in 2020? And this could be soccer, basketball. What, what do you want your team to accomplish this year? And tell us who your teams are. Um, well, soccer, um, I'm an Everton fan. You know, it's frustrating sometimes, but All I am an Everton fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So nice to meet a fellow Evertonian in here. Um, and then for basketball, I'm not a huge NBA fan, but growing up, I was always kind of a Celtics fan. Um, also borderline frustrating to be them, be with them. And then, um, obviously going to play football here at app. That's the, that's the college team I work for. But before I, uh, before I got here, I was an Iowa Hawkeye fan and I still follow them, um, pretty close. So, um, as far as like goals go, um, I would love to see Everton get up to the top six of the Premier League, um, which if you look at the table right now, it's pretty doable. Um, about they're close, they're they're neck and neck with um that mid table is just that, so jam packed. Yeah, there's yeah. probably ten teams within five points of each other. Yeah. So yeah, there it is. So we pulled it up on, on the screen here. So at six place, Sheffield with thirty two, Everton's in eleventh with twenty eight. So that's. 16, that's a goal that could be 16 games left so definitely yeah, time to yeah win. yeah 
I can I mean, see that happening. With the hiring of Ancelotti, it, they seem to play for him. They seem to get behind him. I don't know if the players we have right now fit his system perfectly. And I was, you know, I'm looking forward to see if they do anything in this tra- January transfer window. But I think it's going to be a big summer for the club. Um, you know, 2019, I thought they did fairly well um, in the transfer market in the summer. But, um, you know, like I said, they're just missing those one or two star players. I think losing a Drisa Gay in the midfield has really taken a toll on the team. And then, you know, not having that standout center back that we need, you know, just in the Premier League, if you look at all the top teams, you know, they all have that that one center back that seems to, you know, tighten up the whole defense. And Yerry Mina, Michael Keane, you know, Holgate, they're, they're all mid-level Man. guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean – they all will either like, they, they would need to work like as a cohesive unit together. There's no one yeah, person that would be able to, exactly. to carry the, and the back line. When you watch them, and then Luka uh, Dinya is unbelievable. Probably probably the most consistent player on our team. Um, and then you got that issue at right back, Seamus Coleman. You know, club legend, yeah. aging out. And then we got loans to DB. Um, don't know what they're gonna do at the right back position, but um. You know, I'm just excited for, you know, I'm optimistic with it. You know, they signed. I mean, the the great thing about being an Everton fan is the majority of the team and the stars are young. And Luka Zina, young. Bernard, you know, he's kind of probably 26, 27. He's still in his prime. And then you got Richarlison, Calvert-Lewin, and Moise Keane. You know, I'm, I'm super excited about Moise Keane. He hasn't really done what. Well, he's lived up to the hype, but you just have to remember he's he's 19 years old. So. He his product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. That's enough out of that. But he's he's an Everton guy now. Yeah. Um, love what he did at Juventus. Super, super excited that, you know, Ancelotti being Italian and then Moise Keen Italian, you know, I think they're going to have a great relationship over these next couple of years. I think the key thing that you said there was consistency. Yeah. Like, over this, like, past, like, year, the managers in and out, players in and out, I think just if you can get consistent for this whole year. Right. And, like, obviously injuries play a part into that as well. Yeah. But just, like, a consistent manager with the same like day in day out this is what he's preaching and hopefully that gets through to the players yeah i mean you look back since 2017 i think everton's had six managers that's got to be that's got to be close that's got to be and for those players i mean there hasn't been a lot of consistency as far as the lineup goes either and you know they signed uh andre gomez i thought that was a really good sign um obviously wish him a speedy recovery and then Tragic. yeah you know, just a brutal injury right there. And then um, Jabalman, uh, also, he's been out since six months. I heard he's back in training today. Um, so that's that's a good sign. I think going forward, this team's not going to have a problem succeeding. It's just a matter of can we get it done within a reasonable amount of time to, to where everyone can stay and get around Ancelotti and, and this young group of players. Almost like a five-year plan with Ancelotti. Yeah. Uh, you, you would hope. Yeah. yeah. Five years is a lot in soccer. Yeah. Five years <laughs> yeah. is a millennium in soccer. So hopefully we can get up to, uh, you know, I think I think top seven is very doable right now. You know, neck and neck with Arsenal, Tottenham, Crystal Palace right there. So anything can happen throughout one weekend. Obviously, Liverpool's running away with it. And it's yeah, just, I think it's like a lot to Liverpool's uh, yeah, that's winning this. Yeah, I mean, I think my buddy Zach and I, we were just talking about it the other day. If they're on pace, if they're at this pace, they'll win the league first week of March, so then they can just sit back and wait on Champions League games. But, right, I mean, super impressive what Klopp has been able to do there. No we'll losses see. on the year yet. There are 20 wins, one draw out of 21 games played. Yeah. And they play United this weekend? Sunday? Saturday? I think it's Saturday. And United's the only team they draw with them all year. Mm. They're the team that stole points. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, they do. They play them on Sunday. Mm. 11.30. You, what's your plans looking like for your team in 2020? Um, well, Thomas obviously kind of covered Everton there. But um, for Bayern, I'd say just focus on Champions League. I don't know what they're going to do manager-wise. But, um, yeah, I would say just focus on Champions League, trying to get back. Not like Because I think they lost in like quarterfinals and round of 16 in the past two years. So making sure to get back to that semifinal. Um, NBA-wise, the Hornets are a lot of um, their players are coming up on like end of their contract, like Marvin Williams, MKG, Bismarck Biombo, who's actually played really well this year so far. Biombo? Yeah, he's been actually kind of fantastic. 
which I never thought I'd say, but he's been playing very well. <laughs> yeah. And every time I watch, I'm surprised. So I'd rather be pleasantly surprised than let down. Um, so yeah, the, a bunch of big contracts coming off, but we're probably going to have the most or like second most cap going into the free agency, but I don't think we're going to be big spenders. Like even, um, like Jordan and, uh, I think Cupjack were saying like, they don't want to like, they, they know kind of in a situation we're, we're not, in, we're not yeah. a, we're not a destination. Like it would be, we're going to use that cap space and weaponize it in trades, like to be able to take on contracts, to get other young players, to build around the core that we have. So hoping that like we like we might shed some of our core, like I've heard like potentially Miles Bridges because they, they, they see like Miles Bridges and PJ Washington as like one of the same. So PJ is better than Miles Bridges, I think. That I don't know. It's yet to be seen. Miles Debatable. Miles has kind of disappeared a little bit this year, but so we'll see what happens with that. But I think like it's exciting and you can definitely like I'm hoping that they take steps in the right direction, whatever that direction is, whether they want to go full rebuild, whether they want to retool, whatever. But definitely just keep the young core going, especially with Devontae at the helm, in my opinion. Um, you say any hockey news you want to throw out there? Uh, well, my team, for the Devils, have been in disarray for the past month. They traded their best player, MVP from two years ago, Taylor Hall. They fired their head coach, and then... After the summer, giving their GM a four-year extension, fired them. So, we have an interim coach, an interim GM, and our best player is gone. And if you told me that in the middle of the summer when we made all our moves, then I wouldn't have believed you that in January all those three head pieces would be gone. So, it's definitely looking towards the future now, like at least three to four years down the line. But at least, like, the, our team has honestly played better since that, like, uh, interim head coach Elaine Nasserdine has been like just brought like a freshness to the team. Um, so far, I mean, it's only been two games, but uh, Tom Fitzgerald stepping in from assistant GM to GM has been good. Um, Martin Broder, legend of the, of the team, has stepped up into the assistant role, and then I think Nico Heischer, who's like who was our number one pick from 2017, has done a good job stepping up into that leadership role. So there's that, and then. Um, I think for like just a quick note on F1, Charles Leclerc five year extension with Ferrari. So hoping for next year, do big things. Hopefully, outperform Vettel. But yeah, that's it. Got a bunch of sports in here. Who said we're just a soccer and basketball podcast? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, let's make this quick with me. Um, Sacramento Kings. I have three takeaways. Get ready. Um, pretty pretty simple stuff. Number one, don't trade the franchise pe- or franchise pieces. So you keep Bagley. You keep De'Aaron Fox. You keep Buddy Heald. You keep Bodanovich. I don't know why they thought about trading him for Kuzma or why that was even in NBA Twitter. I don't, I don't understand that at all. It didn't happen. Thank goodness the Kings are right now on a three-game losing streak. They're uh, 14th in the West. So I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. So just another year I've been let down by the Sacramento Kings. Uh, the second uh, bullet I have is play to your strengths. Um they're a fast team. Play with pace and run it through De'Aaron Fox. And uh, the last bullet I have is win the draft. Don't, don't f*** this up. <laughs> I like Marvin Bagley, but forever now, you're never going to, the headlines are going to be the Kings and the Hawks pass up on Luka Dantich, and it's going to haunt them for the next 20 years. Even though that Trey Young's been working for the Hawks, Marvin Bagley's working for the Kings, but you're, you still win. You win the draft because you get the guy you want, but you didn't get the best player available, which was Luka Doncic. And we've been hearing, you know, prior to that draft, all the previous that summer up to the draft, how great he was. And yet they still pick Marvin Bagley. But yeah, win the draft. Don't trade the franchise pieces. Don't blow this up and play to your strengths. Now let's move to Juventus. I got a bunch here, so I'm trying to make this fast. The goal is for 2020. You win Serie A. They're only two points ahead of Inter right now. They've only lost one game. They have to play Inter in March 1st, saying that the race is still this competitive. They have to win that game to really separate themselves, unless Inter burn out, which I don't think they will. Inter just signed, like, everybody this yeah. January. They, they've they been going crazy in the, yeah. in the transfer window, so... Um. It's, it's, definitely not, it's definitely not no. going to be a cakewalk for Juventus. No. Definitely not. No, I mean, 
how about how crazy is um what's the manager's name? I am. For Juventus. So, oh, 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 sorry. Yeah, sorry. How about him trying to sell Dybala this summer, and now he's you know outside Relying of Ronaldo, on obviously. I mean that dude's carrying the team. Dybala is um, definitely. I agree with you on that. Yeah, I'm a big Dybala fan. I think he's a. I think he's a world superstar. I think bring he's, back Pogba. Uh, Dybala. I think Pogba. That, I think that'd be, great, that'd be great for Pogba and. And United. Yeah, and yeah. I think it would be good for United. United <laughs> wants to get rid of him. They're like, take him yeah. off his hands. Did he have surgery? He did. Yeah. So. He has some like video talking about how he was like, I don't know if he was high or sober when he came out, or high or something like that. It was a weird video I saw. I didn't even watch it. It was like, what? Oh, oh, was. I saw a clip yeah. from that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, whoa. I don't know. He's like under some type of anesthesia. But continuing with Juventus, they need to win the Copa Italia. Should be easy. They could beat Lazio, which I think Lazio is the third right now in the Serie A. This sets up for my big thing right here. Win the Champions League. This this is going to be something that's going to oh, take that, for a while. But if they do that, Ronaldo gets his sixth. Juventus starts the decade out, or starts this decade out strong. Buffon retires the best goalkeeper, or arguably who they the pull. Best. That's what I'm, I'm looking at it right who now. Who did they pull? Oh man, it's out of my mind right now. Um, I, I had to no, pull the some, group. There's up. some interesting matchups in Champions League for sure. Yeah, um, that Atletico Liverpool. I don't think it'll be easy. As easy for Liverpool as some people might predict going in, but um, mm. uh, I'm definitely looking forward to. They it. play Leon. 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 Oh, the pie's out. Yeah, Mark. Wait, well, it's it's February 26th. How long is the pie out for? ACL injury done. For oh, it definitely yeah, okay. Done for the year, which leads to my last point. I'm I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna be the first person to say this. Juventus is going to buy Sandro Tonali, the next Pirlo, Italian think- great. This man has been. I don't dubbed. know if he's gonna be. He's that. been dubbed a new age Pirlo. I would need to see him play on a bigger stage first. So let let me just run. He says, "quote Well, not quote, but this is from some type of interview where he said that Pirlo, Stevie G, and Modric were his inspirations. He was a 2017 and 18 Serie B Player of the Year, and the scouting report says that he has both the left and right foot. So." Mm. He's going to be something great. He's 19. He's already got 17 caps, I believe. Brazilian? He's Italian. He's Italian, huh? So he, he's got 17 caps from the under-21 and the senior team. That's Juventus's plan. That's what I want Juventus to do. And baseball, Yankees, yeah, whatever. <laughs> That's about it. I didn't even want to talk about the Mets. Yeah, they, they, already, they just fired their manager, Carlos Beltran, because of the whole Astros thing. Yeah, and he literally became their manager like a few months yeah. ago. The Mets guy got fired, too. I saw yeah. the Red Sox guy got fired. And then the Red Sox guy was it the Tigers or someone else? Someone else's manager got fired, too. Astros. Oh, wow. Astros, Red Sox, and Mets. It's a great house. Yeah. Literally, Beltran was manager for, I don't even think, two months. Is that the most Mets move ever? Well, he was a Mets player. He used to play for the Mets. Mm. So, yeah. He, yeah. Mets move. Yeah. He, he famously watched a third strike in the a, uh, NLCS. Or a, whatever we are. Yeah, NLCS. Yeah. He watched a third strike on the last out to, to lose <laughs> against the Cardinals. Well, it's okay because your team didn't get to, you know, what was it, the Champions? Yeah, Champions is the last one, ALCS. And. Supposedly, Altuve's got the buzzer on. I don't know. That stuff's all crazy. Talk about every sport. That is crazy. Yeah. All that MLB stuff is crazy. But we're going to keep it local. This is very late. One of the podcasts we record, just did, we had to scrap it because it was so bad. But Charlotte is getting an MLS team. Your guys' reactions? I'm excited. Thomas? Yeah, I mean, got to be excited. Finally get an MLS team around here. I think it's, um, you know, obviously some big signings coming out in the last couple of years to the MLS. Obviously, Ibrahimovic going back to Italy. but. You know, I think that was only good for the publicity of the MLS period. And, um, you know, I think Tepper's excited about it. I think if you look at what Atlanta's done, I, you know, I have some friends that live down in Atlanta, and it's not about the Hawks or the Falcons anymore. It's all about Atlanta United. So, um, And they sell out that stadium. Yeah. High exactly. attendance so, average. Yeah. So it's, it's only good for the city. It's only good for the state. And I think it's only good for the sport. You know, I think um, – It'll be interesting to see if they can pull in a big a big star in the first couple of years of existence. But um, you know, I'm excited to to have a team down there you can go watch frequently. Um, 
heard great things about the stadium designs that are going to get pulled up. So um, looking forward to it. I think the key is that Tepper is a multi-billionaire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Tepper. Uh, that was uh, the largest, I think, expansion fee. Like 130 million, I believe it was. I was looked at an article. Yeah, talking but, about they're having trouble funding. Yeah, yeah, incredible. So quick sign up before Carl goes in. He's got the stats or he's got the details about. I'm sick and tired of listening to local radio and local Twitter talking about how David Tepper. They're like, all oh, the thing he cares about is Major League Soccer, not running yeah. the Panthers. It's like. How do those two things correlate? I don't understand. Because he makes a bid, and now, I mean, granted, the Panthers were eliminated from the playoffs weeks ago in the yeah. season. What do you want them to do? Like, yeah, well, but also, do anything. a lot of owners are owners of teams in multiple sports. Like, the Devils owners are also the Philadelphia 76ers owners. Right. Like, obviously, they have two teams that are, like, funding and running. So, right. They, it is possible to do both of those things. My quick shot at those people that are the local Charlotte, you know, Panther fans. I mean, I'm not a Panthers fan, so that's probably why it seems harsh, but. Like, the season, you knew what the season was coming in when Cam Newton's hurt. You knew the record coming in after the buys. Like, the Panthers were like, it was a long shot. So, Tepper, I mean, this this soccer bit and them saying Tepper's more focused on soccer than football, I just think it's just stupid. Yeah. I mean, being a Panthers fan, I think it was, I was definitely optimistic. You know, Kyle Allen comes in, you know, gets 5-2. and two, And, you know, we're sitting good. We got the best running back in the NFL. Um, I agree with that. And then... You know, everything started to go south, and I think people are so quick to push Cam out of the conversation. Um, I think Cam still has two, three years left in him, and obviously Luke Keekley retiring this week. A little, that was crazy. Yeah, a little Sad. Panther segment right here. Yeah, uh, that went um, honest. Just, you know, it's, it's disappointing, but at the same time, you can only give hats off to Luke Keekley and the career he had, and Hall of Famer in my book. Hall of Famer, I think, in a lot of people's book. And, you know, I think that's going to start a new trend in the NFL. Players retiring younger, you know, taking care of their bodies. Players are getting smarter. They are investing their money earlier. They're not wasting it all the way, so they don't need the money aspect of it. And, quite frankly, they don't need the game as long anymore. I mean, you see players play to their 40s like Tom Brady and stuff, and that's great for, for quarterbacks. And right. Two di- two totally different positions. Middle linebacker. This dude's been hit, getting hit every single play for eight years, and not including college. So you can't look him in the eye and tell him what he did was was wrong because only he knows how his body felt. Only he knows what what the grind was like. And he's one of the best Panthers I've ever watched. So um, to get off the Panthers, oh, let's no, get back on. Oh, let's get okay, back on yeah. the, uh, the Charlotte United team. I think there was preliminary talks about it being potentially like Queen City FC. I, don't I know. hope it is. If it's something like that's not like QCFC is not bad. No, I, I, it has to have Queen City or some type of Queen aspect because that's the nickname. Yeah, but what are we gonna be the Queens? The Queen, like, City, what, what, Bees. Queen City what? Queen, Queen City Bees. That's I, don't what know. Mean. I don't know. The Queen City. The Queen Kings. The Queen Kings. <laughs> oh man, just something to think about. All right. I just don't want it to be some like like something like the. I, I the Panthers have like adopted this more recently. It seems like where they're like combining like North and South Carolina. Yeah, the I, Carolinas. Yeah, the, yeah. I'm I don't. I don't want that because there was all that rumor of the Panthers moving to South Carolina, and yeah. then here's Tepper putting this team in Charlotte again. Right. Charlotte's in North Carolina. It's all your South Carolina. Fans. Right. It is a North Carolina team. It's in Charlotte. It's yeah. not in Rock Hill. No, 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 right. It's, it's the better Carolina. <laughs> Thank said, you. Def- definitely. Definitely. And let me. Let's guys, just leave it at this. Yeah. Let South Carolina have the colleges, right? You know, Clemson. Well, we, we can't talk about no, South no, Carolina. Not, South not the Gamecocks. No, they got Clemson. That's it. Yeah, Clemson. They got Clemson. I know a lot of people that just, like, love talking about South Carolina. Like, South yeah. Carolina. It drives me crazy. Yeah, the, the Charleston, beautiful town. Oh, yeah. Love it's, Charleston. Carl, have you ever been to Charleston? Yeah. You like it? It was, yeah, it's nice. I've been there a few times. I've been there for a few times for soccer tournaments. Oh. Yeah. They also have the Citadel, which is in Charleston. But. Yeah. Um, thank I, I didn't know that somebody like that existed. I can't stand the whole like combining the thing. Yeah. Um, but I did see that cool story. Quick center on the Panthers again. I swear we're not a Panthers podcast, but how they went around the, all the counties in North and South Carolina to put the dirt on the field. That was oh, pretty yeah? interesting. You hear about that? No, I did not hear about that. That's interesting. Uh, supposedly that when they built Bank America Stadium, they went to like every single county in North and South Carolina, put dirt from ev- or dirt gravel whatever and they put it on the field so everybody plays the mm. carolinas they play for both carolinas interesting that's actually kind of a cool idea that is pretty cool <laughs> yeah idea. hasn't really helped us win a super bowl but <laughs> yeah good idea just giving back to the communities yeah 
Um, the Charlotte United is that what they're not? There's no, United, ten, no no team no yet, name no, no, no name. name that's the, gonna come up in the next. Charlotte United is the club soccer team I just played for. Yeah. <laughs> they um. The color scheme is it going to go along with the Hornets, Panthers, that blue with green? I, kind of idea? Well, the, I'm opposing. Their Twitter is all—it's all like black gray, yeah, so but they have. But, but I saw when I saw the concept for QCFC, it was like almost like tealish, tar heel bluish yeah. kind of. Oh, so they are. No. Kind, they are kind of. Hopefully, they go away from the tar heel blue. Definitely. Oh no! I think the blue green combo keeping everything kind of a common denominator with the sports teams in Charlotte. I think that can only. I think that's a good idea. I don't like the purple and teal. I don't want it to be like the Hornets type of. I don't think that works. I in like soccer. I, it'd be like, I like in soccer. It. I don't think it would. I work, like no. the color scheme of the Hornets. Yes. I don't think they should copy the no. color. But I think the blue green idea is good because the Panthers and Hornets aren't the same colors. Right. So you know, just keep something in that vicinity. What about black and yellow? No. Oh, you want to? What would the yellow be for? App State, duh. We're a pro App State podcast. Apparently, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know what the colors would be, but they're saying that in the couple months or weeks, they're going to do the design. They need something more original, right? And they don't need to be lazy. Like I was so mad. Like from a design, I don't know. I like looking at designs and stuff and cool color schemes. Miami FC or the Miami FC club, whatever. Inter Miami. Inter Miami. What is it? They're black, black, so they're, and they're black white, and I thought, pink. Yeah, I was about to say pink. Yeah. But the uniform design was so garbage and basic. I'm like, I just hope they don't do that with Queen City. But I don't want them to overdo it. It's, just, it's, yeah, it's I, bad for ML, MLS soccer. You don't, yeah. want, you, don't want to, well, well, you don't want it to look too basic, but you also don't want it to look like, like cupcake, like video game. Yeah. Like, yeah. You don't want it to be like too outlandish. Maybe for like an alternate or like a third jersey. Yeah. Maybe so th- th- uh, this, these are the two releases. I know you can't see if you're listening to audio, but that's the, the release right there. The white one isn't terrible. It looks like a pro club's like. Wait, what's major... that one on the on the left there? The, this one? No, the pink. Yeah. That that's not official. Oh. Okay. So these these are the two. That would have that would have looked decent. <laughs> I kind of like the all pink though. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that be vibes. something special? Like all the all pink would that would have been sick. It's Kobe, almost looking like that. Uh, that no, Real Madrid leaked. It may not be true. Uh, that Real Madrid jersey from a few years ago. They had thirds that were all pink. Yeah. No, I think that's what I'm saying. I think if they do like a third jersey, like yeah, you know, like the Juventus one they have. That yeah. one's not bad, eh? Yeah. The pink with the with the uh, the creative. black fading. Yeah, that's that's sick. It's sponsored by Tesla. Oh wait, no, it's Predator. That one's yeah. a Tesla. Which one? I didn't even see it. Just to go down that one. Oh, 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 oh. sorry, audio listeners. Well, there's not gonna be a video for this anyway. But <laughs> all right, um, Carl, Carl. Hey, we got out of topic. That's oh, what yes. happens on this podcast. <laughs> so you have what Charlotte United's already done so far. They have signed a couple. Yeah, so they've signed a, a few key people, like front office. So they have uh, Zoran Cronetta as sporting director. I think that's definitely the set, like the. Besides, obviously, David Tepper, the owner, I think he's the most important person that they have on the staff now. Definitely, he's going to be, like, they've done an interview with him, definitely looking for talent in the direction that they're going in. Also, speaking of talent, they have Thomas Schalling as their scouting director. So, I don't really know m- much about his history in scouting, but scouting director is definitely a huge part of, especially a new team. Like, you want to get your first draft right and right. stuff like that. So. I mean, dude, if you can go back to the newest team coming in, Nashville SC, right? They're SC, they're a soccer club, they're a football club. Well, they're they're coming in after us into the league. Oh, they are. Yeah, I think our timeline is they, before theirs. They had the they were in the the draft. They had like two of the top three picks that came well, in. One one of the new teams is like coming in after us, even yeah. though we're the last team. They drafted them and then like they went to this guy's house. And the kid walked out and like there was like a bunch of supporters. So that's that's cool. Yeah, that was really cool. I know that's a quick random. Tangent, but Charlotte drafts next year for the first time, right? Uh, yes, yeah. So uh, the goal is 2021 draft, get in, and start playing. I don't know how I like the. I mean, I don't I, like the drafting. I don't, thing, I don't see the drafting working that well because soccer typically you just you know. I mean, obviously it's, it's different up. in the MLS, obviously because soccer's not as big here. I just want to get you, well. You can draft out of college, but they also have like development programs that like, yeah. like so they could continue to be in college, but also be in the in the program. Right, and yeah. plus they have their own youth development programs as well. Yeah. It just drives me crazy. I want to get one of my goals for this year. Not throwing you under the bus, but get like somebody from the athlete soccer team that's like a foreign player and ask mm-hmm. them questions about how. The, the American the way process of, yeah, the process of American soccer yeah. and like what are yeah. the pros and cons, but I think this, I don't know that drafting. I understand they need to fill up the roster, so that's a 
free way, I guess, to do it. Yeah. And and they got two more people that they've hired, Mark Nichols, technical director, and Dustin Swinehart uh, as the director of community engagement. So that's that's who they got so far. So, so yeah, we'll just – right, that's the only information we know about it. Um, one of the questions is just for both of us – or from all of us, excuse me. Do you think Charlotte will have the Atlanta United success since their conception? Meaning, will Charlotte fill up Bank of America Stadium where the community get behind it? I know Dave, we said David Tepper, you know, he's a gazillionaire. He's just throwing money, and bam, now we have an MLS team. But do you think, and I know Atlanta is a way more developed city than Charlotte, but do you think Charlotte could follow in those footsteps? Any of you could take it away first, it doesn't matter to me. I think Charlotte has a very good, like, foundation of soccer like i think a lot of like good soccer players and like good soccer colleges are in north carolina so i think that foundation is there and there's a lot of soccer fans here so i definitely think and i think people can like also be like converted to soccer very easily yeah yeah i think what's important about it is when you talk about getting people to games is like you said there's a lot of great soccer colleges around here if you draft locally and you get some local names in the, on the team or storylines. Yeah, so people, people, people that people want to see. Um, right. If you get, or the other way to do it is, you know, sign a big name. Obviously, you know, L.A. and you saw what Ibrahimovic did to the Galaxy. You know, just blew it up pretty much. They also signed Chicharito to not Gal. I think it was the Galaxy or LAFC. No, it was, LAFC it was, has Vela. Yeah, it was Galaxy that. So Galaxy did, did they, get Chicharito. Are they I, in a contention for rumors? It was a rumor, it was a rumor like that. but yeah, his, I think it, was a rumor. it was like ten million was going to be his this purchasing price. So um, <clears throat> if they end up getting him, I think that's a MLS record. Which it, Sports Illustrated source had to interrupt you, Thomas, but it says LA Galaxy signed Mexican star. Chicharito. That was an hour ago. Hour oh, ago. Wow. And we're recording this at 2.02 on a Friday. It's the 16th. That's a great signing for them. Yeah. So like you said, going on back to, you know, story, definitely Chicharito, I think, is a, one of the biggest names yeah. just just because it's Mexico. Yeah, Mexico. Rivalry. Yeah. I mean, obviously. United States. And, and, like then you, and then you have the Chicharito versus Vela thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. that Mexican influence is huge in California, too. They're oh, gonna, yeah. That, that's going to be a, a big-time rivalry to come. So I think that that'll be interesting for MLS soccer. I just think it's gonna be hard. I don't know. We're, we're a southern state, and so you yeah. know, football is a big thing. And obviously, being an ab state, football is the big thing. Mm-hmm. So I think it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. But wing it, you know, back where I'm, where Carl and I are from, wing it's the big soccer school for D two. Oh well, Charlotte's been doing well in soccer too. No, oh, Charlotte, UNCC Charlotte's yet. really good yes. at soccer. I got yes. a friend of mine who she's a she plays uh, soccer at Chapel Hill, and you know it's girls, so she won't be playing for Charlotte United. But or keep calling her Charlotte United. I don't want to call her Charlotte United, but uh, she plays at Chapel Hill, and you know they went, lost the national championship this year to Stanford, so they kind of got a dynasty over there. So I mean, just when you talk about getting people to the games, you know, you just want that soccer influence to yeah. be present. You know, just just passionate fans like you see in Atlanta. Or I I want to see like what be like. Because, like, you know how, like, certain teams have, like, fans that, like, do, like, a wall behind the goal or, like, right. flag or, like, do, like, I want to, like, help be a part of, like, creating, yeah. like, that. Are they playing at Bank of America? Yeah. Okay. So. Like, it, they I, have to convert it, some type of money add-on that's going to be mm-hmm. tacked to the people in Charlotte. That, mm-hmm. That's the, the, the blueprint of getting and, um, and I think the stadium ready. Me and my dad, like, we have Hornet season tickets, so I think we might convert or, like, just do both. Like and get season tickets for Charlotte, or maybe see how the first season goes, depending on like pricing and stuff. But definitely, it's like something like I'm looking towards. Yeah, fifty dollar deposit now for season ticket, and so it's going to be probably they my have, friend. He's at PSL for the uh, Panthers, and it's like around. He says it's going to be like five hundred, six hundred, like a seat, I guess. For I, I, saw, I, I think it might be cheaper than that. I, I saw their I saw their Twitter, and they already have over a thousand like people have put deposits down. Yeah, and I'm and I'm and I'm assuming I. I won't, I've never been to Bank of America Stadium, and I lived in Charlotte for 21 or 19 years, 20 years, basically. And I've never, like, I guess uh, the stadium is huge, so they have, probably have to get rid of the nosebleed and put, like, sponsor tarps, something like that, so they can actually fill up the arena. Because they, yeah. they don't have a stadium like Atlanta United that's brand new. And yeah. that's going to be another challenge, I guess, in the future for the Panthers and for whatever the team's going to be called. 
are they gonna have to destroy Bank of America Stadium, get a new stadium, and you know stuff like that? But or they could build just a whole new stadium. Well, the the theory was, or the plan, or what they were gonna do back earlier last decade was get rid of Memorial Field and make that where the soccer venue would be. But they didn't. They didn't pass. They didn't want to destroy yeah. Memorial Stadium. Yeah, I, didn't, I saw that. But, okay. Um. Last segment. Champions or for soccer. Uh, Champions League schedule coming up in February. So about like a month away. Actually. Yeah, basically a month away from tomorrow on Saturday. Got some great games, round of 16. So I guess we can go with the first one just because it's just, Liverpool. Yeah. Atletico, Liverpool. Well, I'm not going to cover all of them, but Atletico, Liverpool. And, and this is just like rough overview. Yeah, very rough. It is a month away. You never know with injuries and form of different players. Definitely can change from now until then. So. That's going to be a pretty interesting game to watch. Um, Chelsea, Bayern. Well, mostly because that's just my team, but right. also like kind of harkens back to the Champions League final again, um, where they played each other. Obviously, didn't go Bayern's way, but I definitely think this one. Yeah. Was. Oh, I didn't even yeah. notice that. I forgot. I it's, even... pretty, it's pretty cool to see Chelsea and Bayern, you know, meeting up again because you know you look at these two teams over the past three years and how drastically they've changed from from that older group of experienced players to this to this youth club, especially Chelsea. You know, they just got. Such a young talent, and it's 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 they're exciting to watch. I don't think they have all the pieces together yet, but obviously, if I had to guess right now, I'm probably giving the upper hand to Bayern. You know, going into that one. Um, another game. You know, my my evil scheme I wanted to happen to Barcelona getting knocked out of group stage did not happen, but Napoli and Barca. I think that's going to be a good game to watch for. Oh, I just love the Napoli players. I love the way they play. Um, so many. You know, Dries Mertens, I think he's a very yeah. underrated player. Mertens, Insigne, Bali. You know, they're just, they play well together. I've watched a little bit of Serie A this year, and, you know, it's Napoli's a team that really kind of sticks out. And I don't know if they have the firepower to beat Barcelona, but, you know, with Suarez out, yeah, you never know who's going to have to step in and score goals for him. Obviously, you know, they got Messi, Griezmann, but. I mean, Napoli did beat Liverpool in the group stage, so. Yeah, they, right. they, no, nothing's impossible yeah. now. Never say never. Um, two games that I think would be pretty interesting. We can wrap it up. Dortmund PSG. That could be an interesting one. I could see Dortmund upsetting PSG. It definitely what PSG team shows up. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, PSG just uh, they just cruise. They just go on cruise control through League One, and then they get to these Champions League games. I don't know if they can just you know turn it yeah. on like that i mean Di Maria is like carrying that team's like oh my goodness yeah. mbappe i mean i think mbappe and neymar really want this champions league one under their belt to just prove to the rest of the world that hey we are we are for real here so, i mean we're not just we're not just about ourselves yeah. yeah like when it comes to champions league thing about it i just had a thought about the nba being wide open champions league there's only one favorite to liverpool i think i think it's wide open besides liverpool see i i don't think i don't think liverpool is you know i think they could be the favor going in. I don't think yeah. they are the. I don't think they're the team to beat necessarily. I still see, you know, a Real Madrid team that's gotten fired up under Zidane. Um, I see Manchester City who just. Ah, uh, see yeah, the I, thing. The, I think Manchester City and PSG are in that group of sixteen stage where they get shell shocked and they just fall out. See, it's I like think, a mental thing. It has to be. I think you, when you look at City, you look at, you know, they're they're not a shoe in for. Liverpool's in the position that City's usually in, where they're just kind of cruising to, you know, a Premier League title, and now, now Man City's sitting back. You know, we're too good to not get a trophy this year. I mean, obviously they got Real Madrid with their hands full, but I, I like City in that matchup, and um, I think they're they're definitely they definitely have the talent and the potential to take home the Champions League this year. And again, the last game I was going to talk to that you just went over was Real Madrid Man City. Yeah. I think it's going to be a Neck and neck. I could see them. I, I could see it being a a blowout, but like that's if things like go wrong. But yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be. Obviously, Real Madrid, their history. Yeah, closing out. They basically ran the last. Decade. Very good midfield. Very good defense. Haven't performed to the level that they wanted to at the start of this season. But you know, I think they're starting to you know get things clicking right now. And you know, obviously not the team you want to draw and. 16, but if you look up there on that board, there's not a whole lot of teams you're excited about playing. As Carl, Carl, what is your uh, new segment? What is your stinker match out of all of these? 
Well, it has to be Valencia Atalanta. <laughs> I mean, like, look at the lucky for them. Like, Atalanta <laughs> barely made it through, and yeah. they get to play Valencia. Obviously, Valencia is still a good team, but congratulations, Valencia, on walking into the next round. Like, like they, <laughs> they somehow they they Valencia won the group after the Ajax collapse, and on the last day they went from first to third and didn't make it out, and then um. Leipzig or not not Leipzig. Who Chelsea ended up being second because of that. Because I think because of a tie on points or something is like no, that. Is another one stinker would be Leipzig or Leipzig, Leipzig Tottenham? No, I don't think. I think really? I think that's a pretty even matchup. Mm. I think so too. I think I think Leipzig wins. Um, I I think Leipzig wins yeah, as well. I think because Tottenham's been you know Werner going in. They got no Kane. They, I mean, Werner's been player of the month in the Bundesliga twice now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's. he's Unreal, and you can see why the future all the all the attention from all the big clubs because I think he'll go somewhere this summer. But you know, Tottenham, no Kane. Obviously, they got Sonaldo, but he was a monster. But Erickson gone. They got a lot of question marks around around that club. So if it was today, Leipzig. But I think I'm gonna stick with them next month as well. All right, I guess that's it. Um, one last thing before Thomas leaves for the break. We usually do going start of the week at the end of. All the podcasts, and I want you to be a part of that. Okay. So go on through so we'll the week. Do it in the mid. Yeah. yeah, we can do it for you. Um, and then Carnot will save it for later. I guess unless okay. you want to do it in the middle. We, we can, can do it. We just, yeah. We can do it now. Okay. We well, go on through the week. We're doing the before the break. So go on stars like anybody who's, who's your go on stars. It, it doesn't have to be yeah. sports related. It can be any person that can, like it be, uh, made your week great or like be the was janitor, yeah. janitor okay. out okay. here or whatever it doesn't matter you, know, you, you we'll give you we won't put you on spot you can go last yeah okay. i have mine and then we'll oh go, all right carl you, you go first what's yours so my golden star for the week didn't really have necessarily an impact on me so i didn't like like really know the storyline until this past week but thaddeus moss from uh randy moss's son in mm. uh tell us about amazing it. catch in the um in national championship game i think he had two touchdowns and uh, charlotte boy right uh, he about, might be. Paul, Paul, yeah, yeah. He went to Charlie. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, Charlie Woo! kid. That's the. All right. Then that's how he relates to me. But uh, so, <laughs> so he plays for LSU. Yeah. Yeah. Went, oh. to, went to NC State. Transferred to LSU. Had a heck of a year. He's, is he? He may or may not be going to the NFL draft. Uh, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know if he's declared or not. Yeah. He's a tight end. Eighty six three. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So yeah, wow, I didn't had I didn't. an amazing game, and yeah, like that. Amazing feeling of winning the national championship. I thought he had a great week. So. Um, mine's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty bad. Going start of the week, MLB. Um, the, the MLB. The MLB, dude. Go start of the week for me. Just like all these stories, and it's just like I try to get over the yank. I was so hyped, like the roller coaster of emotions I felt on that night where DJ Lemayu full count right field blast ties the game up, and then the next inning Jose Altuve hits off Chapman. And I'm just like, oh, uh, wow. Sports are cruel, but I like to see the MLB. Really, my goal is for them to vacate. If the stories are true, the allegations are true, that they were using buzzer. And I know the sign ceiling thing has been confirmed. But if they vacate the Asher's World Series title of 17, the Red Sox stuff, I don't know what the Red Sox stuff. I mean, I hate the Red Sox. I'm a Yankees fan, but the Red Sox stuff can be left on them. But the Asher stuff is kind of crazy that's happening. But Shout out to the MLB for making headlines here in, <laughs> in uh, about January. Time. Yeah, about time they did something. Um, star of the week, it's got to be Derrick Henry. That guy is Ooh, a yeah. monster. Um, I know the podcast called Nothing But Net, but you got to give credit where credit's due. And Derrick Henry, you know, going into Foxborough, beating the Patriots, and then going in to Baltimore and taking down that team, it, it takes a grown man. And which he is literally to, to take the hits and the I mean they're rushing him thirty thirty five times a game and he's getting swarmed on and to put up the stats he has in the first two I mean he's got to, I think it's the most rushing yards for the first two playoff games of yeah. any running back ever and you know I think you know the Kansas City Chiefs obviously probably the favorite going into this game but I think the Titans were the underdog in every game they've played so far so yeah. you can't cannot forget about. You know Derrick Henry and this Titans offense. They ran up into Baltimore, kind of just punched him in the mouth, right, yeah. right, right, and right, right early. Just and that, that's what I was telling people going. In, what that's what I was telling people going into this game. People were like Ravens, Ravens, Ravens are on fire. The Ravens reminded me a lot of the 2015 Panthers when 
you know, they had all that hype surrounding them, and then the Titans Can't didn't. Yeah. Mobile, mobile quarterback. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's the thing. The Titans have the style of football that's so much more consistent, and you can rely on the option football and counting on Lamar Jackson. Even though I thought Lamar Jackson didn't play terrible, the the way the Titans approached that game and the way they handled their business, it was it was very impressive. Yeah. I'm looking at that TD. Throw. Once that TD throw happened, I was like, oh, my goodness. Look yeah. at that. We got a picture on the board. Oh, beautiful. He that's, dropped, a, that's like a, I don't know how, he jumped so high up to do that. That's a great I think man. the funniest part of all that was like, Mariota's like wide open. And it's like, dude, he's an, <laughs> he's an outcast. They're like, I don't know. I forgot the term, but they just banished him from that team. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we're going to take a little quick break, give you a little update on the Premier League tables. Thomas, thank you for joining this yeah. episode. Thank you guys for having us. Yeah, yeah. Anytime, come back on. Yeah. Hey, next month you can come back on yeah. for the Champions League. I might have to do that. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, no No problem. problem. Thanks. All right, go to break. All right, back to the pod. We're here now. Just Carl and I, as Thomas has left. Great guest, by the way. I loved having him on here. He'll definitely be on in the future, hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah, if his schedule allows him to be. So coming up soon in the next month, NBA standings. So just a quick little segment. Who are your – we're going to go to the starting five that we think from east and west. But first – can we talk about something that happened over the break? Carl and I went mm-hmm. to the same Hornets Kings game. Yep. I got it for birthday Christmas present. That's the, or birthday Christmas. <laughs> I got it for Christmas as a present for my girlfriend. We went up, had a great dinner, walked in there, sat down. I was on the King side. I saw Vlade. I saw Petra Stekovic, if I said his name right. I was like, oh my goodness, Vlade. He's huge. Did he have. The, the way he was sitting in the chair looked like he was sitting in a child's chair. But that's not the point. We go watch the game, and Carl, you can have the floor on this one. Uh, yeah, so me and my dad sold our usual tickets, and we actually went on the opposite side, which ended up of the, of the court, which actually ended up being like, I went, what, like 50 feet away from you? Or not, not 50, like, like 50 yards away? Like, yeah. Like, I don't even know. That was bad metric terms for what exactly how far we were so away. So Carl but. was behind the basket about what, like 8, 9, 10 rows up. Yeah, probably like 10. I'm behind the bench of the Kings. Yeah, the away bench. Yeah, away bench. And I'm just... In the corner. Yeah, almost in the corner. I was like two or three rows away from being on TV. Anyway. So I look... I, I I figured you might be at the game, and then I think I saw your story or something, and then yeah, um, Snapchat saw the story, and Snapchat, so, yeah, and so then I took a bit. Uh, I I was trying to find you, I couldn't yeah. find you, and then you were like, look to your right, and I was like looking, and then I I looked up a little bit, and I saw, <laughs> I saw you, and then and then I would just randomly over during the game, I, at points I would just look over to see your reaction to stuff. <laughs> there was a lot of the head, my my king's hat coming off, my hand and my face rubbing my temples, and. Uh, the famous video. Uh, hopefully, do you did you save that video? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm pretty sure I saved that video. <laughs> Excuse from my me. Story. We're gonna save that and we're gonna put it on the Instagram and Twitter page of my oh reaction. God. And I think it was the. It, it, it wasn't. It was. Uh, it was when Malik Monk got that putback dunk. I think uh-huh. he got an and one. And Carl. And that, that's when we went up ten points. Yeah. So the final score was 102, 102. Oh, very poor quality video, but yeah, I have very it. poor. It's Snapchat. Bear with us. It will be on the Twitter. I'll send it and to the you, Instagram. Taylor. Yeah, we'll post it up for you. But <laughs> you're, I, you're just you're just looking at me like. <laughs> yeah, I did the like the kill me thing like on my neck. I'm like just cut like the guy on the Twitter. It. He's like cut cut because that went. There was still six minutes left, but at that point, I just knew like we were it gonna, was over. We we're gonna run away with it. Just oh my goodness, I I couldn't. Looking back at the box score now, Malik Monk had 23. Yeah, no, Malik Monk went off in that game. And he ended up like. He had a double double, 10 rebounds. Yeah, that was his first ever double double. It had to be against my team. It had to. And the thing is, like, did you see him laying down, like, uh, like. Never mind. I was about to curse. (laughs) Oh, let it go. We'll we'll bleep it out. Okay. He was, he, he went up for a layup and barely got hit. And then he falls down, like, and he barely, like, lands on his back. It was like his, his ass and then his back. And it was just laying down, like, a little. Crying about it, like oh, I think I remember that. And I'm just—he's like writhing in pain. Then he looks up to see if everyone, anyone's looking at him to make sure that like he's getting enough attention. Like, bro, just get up. Any other sport, just get you would. You're just getting up. Football, so- well, uh, maybe not soccer. Yeah, not soccer. Not I know I, how I am in soccer. I just get up. Right. Unless I'm like trying to draw like unless a it's a broken maybe. collarbone. Yeah, unless yeah, uh, we don't want to go. Up yeah, yeah, and yeah, talk yeah. about that. But 
Um, and like football, hockey, like you're just you're getting up after the play. Like you you don't have to do all that. Yeah. And it just it just like feels like a cry for help. Like so. Shut last up. thing I want to talk about before we go into the All Star voting, one play. It's on our side. I think it's Malik Monk or one of the guards. I think it may have been Terry Rozier. I think he's running from the opposite side of the court. He's dribbling. De'Aaron Fox is trailing him. He runs, goes up to the side of the backboard and does a pump fake. De'Aaron Fox jumps. Oh, jumps over him. Doesn't even touch him. His I, it, hands it, it, it was Devonte. It was Devonte Graham. Oh, Devonte Graham. Yeah. So Devonte Graham stops, pump fakes, puts it up. They call a foul. De'Aaron Fox is like, "What did I do? I jump. I no, jumped no. over." No, I saw because I, I had a better angle. His yeah. foot hit his head. Oh my! I'm pretty sure, or or like some part of his leg. I think. Yeah. Which is what I think. Yeah. They called it on, but um, it it was really close. That it was probably incidental, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Because of just. This also, timing. let me just say, Darren, I think the reason why they lost his games because A, they're the Kings, B, is because De'Aaron Fox just came back from that ankle yeah, injury. Yeah, he, he was he out came a couple off the weeks, bench, right? Yeah. I think in, they said he played 30 minutes, so I think he started. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure. I remember I was like, oh, De'Aaron Fox isn't starting. I don't think he started, but he played more minutes than the guy who did. So. Oh, so it must have been Corey Joseph that started. I, I would believe Yes, so. yes, it was. It was. And also, one last thing. I know I just said one thing, but, dude, Trevor Ariza is some dog shit. <laughs> that dude is so washed. 19 minutes, 6.6 rebounds. If he's shooting a three, you might as well just do, like, the – who is the NBA where they just back off? Was it Ben Simmons? They know he's not going to shoot. Steph Curry. Oh, oh, where they back up because uh, – Yeah, they back meant, up because meant, he's dog shit. I thought you just meant, like, Steph Curry just played yeah. defense. But. All right, uh, quickly, let's go through, since we're not really there, it's still a month away. Looking at it, these can change as we get closer and closer to the NBA All-Star Game in Chicago for 2020. Looking at my starting five, we want to go east or west first. I think we should go west because it's west more predictable. Is a, it's a, literally a, a lock, pretty much. Like, yeah. there may be one that you can, like – Kind of like yeah. argue, I guess. Like, who who, who I do you got? So. Who do you got? Because I think we're gonna have pretty insane. standard. Luka Doncic, obviously point guard. Uh, James Harden, Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, Anthony Davis. That's exactly what I have. Yeah, like I no, mean, no, I, like can you me. like can you even argue for PG being in there? I don't even know if he can do that. Like I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I feel him, like that's the only other player, yeah. and like Westbrook hasn't played good enough. To Westbrook's be in there. a bum. Like he's in Dame's yeah. pocket. Dame's always got in his pocket. That whole that stuff on Twitter, like with you oh. can't guard me down fourteen. Sent he traded you. A, a, sent a foul your team is home. a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> he talks all that junk, and then he misses the. It rims out like go 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 go. whatever. I don't know. Yeah, and Dame, Dame hasn't done enough to get in uh, yeah, over Doncic. No. So, and I don't think he's he's played better than Harden either. So yeah, that, that one's just pretty standard. West is obviously very good. So. Yeah, West is a lock. Everybody there, I don't disagree one And then one East bit. is, I think it's only up in the air because it's not very good. <laughs> like, there's good, there's good players, but I think yeah. it's, it's up in the air because there's not that many. Who do you got in East? Um, do you want to go, like, tip or tat, or do you want to just stay at the five? You can go tip or tat. We can start with the guards? Yeah. All right, who's your first guard? Trey Young. Wow. Yeah. I didn't put him on there. I did. I only put on winning, winning teams. And I guess Lucas is second. Care. I'm going with winning teams. That's my ha- that has to be my thing. That's it's about it's an all star game. It's not about it's not all star. I know, team. but it's just I it has to be a winning team for me. Okay, that's well, just my rule. Trey Young, and then this one's like kind of up in the air, but it's only because he hasn't been as injured as Kyrie, and I put in Kemba Walker. Yep, I put Kemba and Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, bro. What? I love Ben Simmons. Yeah, you I, love Ben Simmons. That doesn't matter. Trey Young gets, is better. No. No, Ben Simmons is way better. Ben Simmons is a better athlete. Trey Young's a better basketball player. No, Ben I, Ben Simmons is better than Trey Young. Okay, just because we'll, we'll say that for later. Just, just he, oh, he can get more rebounds and assists. He's he is a way better point guard than Trey Young. He just can't shoot. He doesn't shoot. He's not a point guard. I don't. I think he plays out of position. That's my opinion on it. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk know, about that this later. This season, this season, like if you said last <coughs> season, me. yeah, I would have picked Ben Simmons easily. I, at least, I, I think they're at least close, if not Young being better. Yeah, I can see it either way. There we go. I mean, we don't, I'm glad we didn't agree on everything. Yeah, awesome. Thank God. Great. That's great. Uh, what about your East? I didn't have another disagreement. Who do your – The front court? Yeah. I've uh, – like this, I don't even know if – I didn't really want to put him in here, but I didn't know even who else to put. I have Jimmy Butler, 
Um, Giannis, obviously, it's Antetokounmpo, and then Joel Embiid. Uh, so Giannis is a lock, and Embiid's yeah. a lock. I put Bama bio. That's not Bam bad. Uh, honestly, he might like the new Draymond Green, <laughs> but better. I think yeah. he's more athletic than he's. I think he's gonna be like really like. I think he's his stock's gonna go up. He's gonna be very valuable. I want to like if he gets re. Um, obviously, I think the Heat would resign him because he's gonna be a key piece. But if he gets traded, test a free agent market, he's gonna be another one of those Draymond Green defensive glue guys that teams are gonna need. Yeah, honestly, and he's like, played out of his mind. He might get Defensive Player of the Year too. Like I saw, like he honestly was maybe better than Butler in for this. I don't know, but I was just I was just looking at it. And I was like, eh, I'm not gonna change it though. I like I stuck. I'm gonna stick with what I put. Yeah. Um, so wrapping this up, oh, do, wa- do you want to talk about some little storylines? Is that what you want to go for? For who? Just in, like, across the NBA. Like, the stuff that you have on there. Yeah, that was a good deal. I was going to wrap it up with that. I had to work in, like, 30 minutes, so. Oops. Yeah. Anyway, and I, know, I don't know your plans, but I try to get you out here quick enough. No, nah, I'll just call someone pick me up. Oh, <laughs> word. Okay, um, sorry for that. What we know about the uh, NBA so far, just a little three headlines. Number one, Lakers versus Clippers. Who's the best team in Los Angeles? Is it the Lakers, or do you think it's the Clippers? See, I was thinking about this, and, like, it's really tough. Like, do you say, like, right now, like, I mean, they're both pretty even. I think the Lakers, like, at the moment, I think are a better team. But if you're thinking, like, longevity, you're thinking, like, better team that is better built. Right. I would say Clippers. Hmm. But it's, like. Not like it's not very far apart. Like it's just like whether you're like I think this year, like if they clash in the playoffs, like it, it'll be interesting. I think the for this one to be actually settled, you're gonna have to wait till like the All Star deadline, the trading deadline, and see what team makes the better move. Either the Lakers can make a move, Clippers make a move. Everybody's been talking about Andre Iguodala, a age veteran that was a key component to the Warriors dynasty, but he's older, injury history. He can't give you the same 25 to 35 minutes that you would need to stop a LeBron or a Kawhi. But uh, I think if you're looking the best team in LA, right now the Lakers are better than the Clippers at the moment. But after another storyline that we could talk about that's not listed on here was LeBron playing great defense against Markel Fultz, and everybody was roasting with Markel Fultz. That's a storyline. MIP possibly? No, Maybe? Um, yo, honestly, I think Devontae should be in that conversation. Devon, he's going to be in that, no doubt. It could be Devontae, him. Man, and, and I think I might have talked about this on the pod like once briefly. I definitely think, I think I did talk about it, but I think he's more clutch than Kemba was. Mm. Like, Kemba, better player, obviously. Like more well-rounded. Is Graham on better, contract better. still, or how? Yes, that? yes, yes, yes. So how? how I much think he longer? still has one more year. Okay, this is his second year in the league. Oh, so he's a rookie. He's a, he's a, he's a oh, oh, he's okay. a sophomore. Sophomore. Okay. Well, um, I didn't know that. I thought he'd been around. I thought he was like a floater. No, no, no. And um, like obviously, Kemba's a better player. Better, like, like mm, kind of almost like I give him a slight edge in three-point shooting, just because he's like owned that craft a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um. They're both crafty and, and uh, driving to the lane. I think Kem is more determined when he goes to the lane, but um, Devontae, I think, is a little bit more aware and making uh, passes like that one. Um, I think it was against... The it might have been the Kings no. game, but it might have been a different game. I don't know. But he started, like, driving, and it was like... like If Kemba was doing that drive to the hoop, it was, like, straight down the middle. Kemba and, and, then a, and then a player was slashing yeah. on the left. And... Kemba probably would have done like an up and under or try to go mm-hmm. up and like try and get the foul. But like he faked it uh, with his left as he was probably like two steps away from the basket mm. and then switched the ball over to his right and threw it up for an alley to, I think, Malik Monk in the middle of what he like in the middle of, of his drive. And instead right. of like Kemba, I think would have been driven and focused, like determined to get to the basket there. Yeah. And there's no debate or no debate, no debate that Kemba is not. You know, I think even me being like us being a Charlotte native, that Kemba is always going to be a legend in Charlotte. Yeah. But I feel like if Graham, Graham could be that franchise guy for the Hornets, I feel like 
I feel like Kemba is a like they're both small guards, but I feel like Kemba doesn't play big, and I feel like Graham is one of those guys that just plays big. I also think you have something you can build around. If, like let's even even if you don't keep Miles Bridges, like right. the, you have the hypothetical that he's in the in the picture and he keeps growing. Mm-hmm. You have Graham Bridges at the three and PJ at the four. Unless you want to say Bridges is kind of a 3-4, I don't know. If you get rid of him, you still have that cornerstone potentially in P.J. at the 4. Right. So, because I don't think he can play the 5 that well. So, I think because he's undersized. What's he, 6-11, I would assume? Yeah, I don't know. But So, you have Devontae, but six, the, seven, and you five. have that thing or that, that player that besides like for two years of Al Jefferson, who mm. he was good for about two years on we the team. Plantar he had that, he had that one. Yeah, amazing year. Big old paint campaign. Yeah, where we, where we made it to the playoffs, and the man was unstoppable. I've never seen a man so unstoppable on my favorite team, like watching them in person or yeah. online, like or over the TV. Like I've never seen someone more dominant, besides maybe Taylor Hall when they won the MVP as the Devils. So in 2017, so those two years, I think it was like 2015 for Al Jefferson, like those two times, like where I have complete confidence and know that you just give this man the rock or give this man the puck. And something yeah. magical, something, something. He's gonna make something out of this play. Like those two seasons, those are the only times. So, like having a point guard growing with also having a a good young, potentially big man. Having that combo, I think, would be like huge. Having that core to grow on the team. Hmm. Um. I guess we can wrap it up with this last segment. You know, it's not in our region, but it's still in the East. The Seventy Sixers that were supposed to be gonna be the lock. For the title and before the NBA uh, started, now they're just a team that's floating around. Six, so, six spot right now, I believe. I, I believe so as well. They're, mm, I th- want to say that they're fifth or sixth, but I because I thought. Yeah, oh no, wow! The Pacers wow! Fit, yeah, yeah, they're sick. Now the big signing of Al Horford, Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid running it back. I, I mean, they are potentially a bounce away, going to OT, possibly beating. The Raptors, and I can see them going into the finals and winning. Potentially, I, I think the key thing here is like obviously there's like other things besides this, but um, a key factor is look at their records. Uh, if you want to go back to that for a sec, look at their records, home and away, nineteen and two at home, seven amazing, and, and, 14 and seven and away. fourteen on the road. Hmm. You have to win on the road, especially against the teams that are worse than you. That's Carl. Yeah, Carl, drill it in. What is your thing right here? Um, if you if you beat all the teams that you're supposed to beat, right, and you and you are five hundred against the teams that are either the same as you or better than you, you're gonna have a, a really good record. So do your business against the teams that are worse than you. Play five hundred against teams that are the same or better than you, and you're usually gonna come out in a good area. So yeah, I'm just. I don't want people that put those bets on the 76ers. I wonder if they're having regrets now as the Bucks, obviously, another team that they have the favorites. same road record as the Magic. Mm. What the about the Hornets? The Hornets have a better road record. <laughs> Actually, and technically now they have two more losses and one more win. But uh. what, what about the Heat making a surprise number two? Uh, that guy. is very surprising to me. Looking at their roster, Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, Kendrick Nunn, another guy that's in the um, rookie of the year debate. We we'll have, we'll save the next. We'll save those awards for the next. Kelly Olynyk. <laughs> Kelly Olynyk. Um, yeah, that's basically what we're gonna do for the NBA. We'll have to save that for another pod. Another crunching time. I gotta go to work here in about twenty minutes. And we already did the Golden Star. Of the yeah, Golden Star week's already done. I didn't want to leave Thomas out of that. Um. We're going to, like I said earlier in the show, we're going to try to get this on Spotify and iTunes. But you can definitely listen to this on YouTube. Anything else you want to say before we leave? Um, Again, thank you, Thomas, for coming on. Um, it's good to be back. Been a break, but a uh, new semester starting for everyone. Yeah. It's good. It's good to get back in here. Get um, back in the grind, back on yeah. the podcast, editing. Um, That's going to do it for me, Podcast 8. Thank Thomas. You know he's not in the room right now, but... Pretty cool for somebody, I guess. But I guess for our team, I like mean, a, definitely, definitely cool for me. Yeah, it's like, cool. Yeah. You know, he's like top guy on the football team, or one of the, you know, him and Corey. Yeah, him and Corey. So one of I the, saw Corey the other day driving around in his Range Rover. Really? Yeah, that's rare. 
but it's just cool seeing somebody like Cam just not letting, I guess, like the ego of being like on the football team to like, oh, I'm not going to do that. And, yeah, it was awesome having him on. Yeah, I, I, I would hope most people aren't like that. Yeah, I would but, hope. Like, but definitely seems like a, like a good guy. Yeah, good guy. So, pl- thank, well, pleasure. thank you for being on. It was a pleasure to talk to him. And I'm going to sign up for episode eight. So thank you very much. Yeah, guys. appreciate it. And we'll see you for episode nine. See you later.